Leafy's Talking Leafs. I'm Chris. And I'm Syl. And this is what we've been waiting for, Leafs Nation. Playoff hockey, and so far, it hasn't disappointed at all. Uh, we're starting off this playoff episode with a bit of a story that is giving us some good vibes for the current Leafs playoff run. So I'm going to ask Syl some questions here. What song was played in the third period of Game 2 at Scotiabank Arena? Hmm. <laughs> I believe the song was Jump by Van Halen, Chris. Yes. And what is the significance of that song for us? Well, that uh, song was played often in the third period of every game at Maple Leaf Gardens. So we have many playoff memories with that song. Yes. Yeah. And that's right. So that for me is a very good sign for this Leafs playoff run. And also a good sign is that um, this morning when I was doing the show notes, that song came on again as I was. Oh, doing wow. Yeah. So you didn't put the song on. It just happened to come on the radio. Yes. As soon ah, as- <laughs> that is a good omen. It, it kind of disturbed me a little bit because then I started like, I was like all cheering and everything. Woohoo, go, let's go. <laughs> and all that. I got all excited because that song came on. I know it's whatever. That's just a connection that me and Syl have with, with the song from back in the day. And it came on again. So I just think it's, uh, I think it's a good sign for us. And if you have a song that gets you into a playoff mode, or into the playoff mode, DM us on social media. Our handle on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter is at LTL1917. And we also, speaking of social media, we also want to talk about a couple of great tweets we saw this week. Uh, Yeah, so one of them uh, was from former Leaf, uh, Nazem Kadri, who uh, (laughs) tweeting to keep him out of the comparison uh, with the treatment he got from the refs uh, when he was a Leaf and how the refs are not being so kind to uh, Michael Bunting. And I guess this is specifically with uh, reference to the suspension, which we'll talk about in a bit. But yeah, uh, yeah, I thought that was actually quite hilarious how he chimed in on that. Yeah, and I um, like the photo where they had half of the face. <laughs> they put the face <laughs> half of Naz and half of Bunting. I yeah. thought that was kind of funny. But it is oddly similar, though. I don't know. Um, although with Naz, it was more in, uh, at least, I mean, not to say we want Michael Bunting to be suspended, but at least that was in, like, the first game, right? So it wasn't in game, mm-hmm. I, I think it was game four with Naz, from what I heard. Um with versus Boston when when he uh I think it was Marshan that he drove into the boards but uh in the on the one occasion but um yeah I just I love it when like former players when they chime in so I think mm-hmm. I think that's kind of cool and yeah and then another tweet that we saw from last night um on the Saturday night game three was Kyle Dubis chirping a fan at Emily Arena now that that got my nephew actually sent it to me originally. I didn't I didn't know about it, but mm-hmm. it's all over social media now. And it's just I love it. I love the passion like that. And I know whatever. He's a GM of obviously the Toronto Maple Leafs. You're supposed to be, I'm sure Brendan Shanahan will probably tell him to maybe cool it a little bit on that mm-hmm. front. Um, but still, I thought it was cool that he'd basically it looked like he was really giving it to him, whoever it was. I would have loved to hear. Well, he had saying. a smile on his face. So, like, I yeah. think it was all in kind of good fun, really. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I loved how, like, they kept going up to him in Spezza and how into it they were. Like, yes. I'm sorry. They're 
they make themselves part of the whole experience. And I personally love that. And honestly, I, I don't know what other GM that they could get that would fit uh, this team so well, but that's maybe a, a conversation for another time. And I hope yeah. that is like far, far down the road when we're talking about that. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, like I, the intensity, the way they watch the game. Um, I don't know. I, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Well, Spezza too. I mean, he's only a year removed, not even, I guess, oh, yeah. from the game. Right. So he's, mm-hmm. he, he probably wants to just be out there. <laughs> Yeah, like, as as if he has to endear himself even more to the fan base. Like I didn't think it was possible, but uh, yeah, like it totally is. Yeah. So, yeah. So we do want to give an honorable mention to ourselves, actually, uh, with our mm. Perry sucks video. If nobody has, or if anybody out there hasn't seen it, um, actually, it was from Game Two where Syl and I we were at the game and uh, and Scotiabank Arena went out and loud loud Perry sucks chant in that game in the, uh, I think it, that was in the third period, I think. Yes. Oh yeah. It's like yeah. right close to the end of the game. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, and then to our surprise afterwards, uh, the Jay on SC show Jay on right on sports center. He, uh, they took our video and they reposted it on Twitter and they had a good laugh too. So, um, yeah, so we, we thank them for, for doing that and, uh, and having some fun with us too. So it was, mm-hmm. it was a fun night. Oh yeah. The crowd was really into it. And, you know, like, and you can see actually that these things, you know, don't really, you know, uh, they don't get, uh, taken over to the, to the following game. So it was very fun in that moment to, you know, kind of be into that with, with everyone. So yeah. it was good. And of course we thank, uh, Jay Onright and the sports <laughs> center team for, uh, giving us the credit for that, uh, yeah. video. So. All right. So a couple of quick reminders. Uh, first reminder, uh, we are now on YouTube, so you can see us. Hello. Um, and our handle there is the same as our other ones is at LTL1917. So you can find us on YouTube now, uh, for every show that we publish. Uh, so, and be sure to subscribe there to our YouTube channel and you can check out our playoff gear. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, which we will be changing up. Every playoff show as the playoffs progress. So yeah. we hope that, you know, by the end, who knows what we're going to be wearing. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, we're going to try to have some fun with it uh, over this playoff uh, run. Yeah. And this is my 1993 rattle. That's part of the part of my show. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and we got these. They're quite heavy. We got these the other night. The uh, little yes. chain necklace uh, things. They look a lot. And there was one huge hat it was a massive one i don't know where uh where that person got that from but uh mm-hmm. that was quite interesting a huge maple leaf looked like an extra large baseball cap but yeah so yeah, we're gonna, so we're gonna break yes we're gonna break out some of our uh nostalgic pieces that we have worn in playoffs past probably as well um and also for our listeners on spotify uh there is a new feature that you'll see at the bottom of each show description it's a q and a uh where you can give us feedback on a specific episode and we would love to hear from you there so uh we can make the show even better for you all right so now let's get into the show and we're going to start off with some playoff leaf talk and then we're going to run the ladies talk and leaves playoff highlight reel and in our third period segment, we're going to go around the league and we're going to take a look at some of the other first round series. So without any further ado, let's talk Leafs. 
Okay, so the the Leafs are in a good spot right now, leading the series with the Tampa Bay Lightning. They're up two games to one. Didn't start off so well, though, in game number one. Um, So let's start there. Uh, We won't spend too much time on it because, like we said, it was uh, not the greatest effort. Um, Not sure what happened there. Uh, But there was the incident with Michael Bunting resulting in the three-game suspension that he got on it. Um, Yeah, I don't... I mean, he deserved this. He deserved the suspension, but I don't know... Three games, I thought, was a little bit harsh, let's just say, I think, because they say that they say like it's double in the uh, so like he would get six games in a regular season. Like that's kind of how they compare things when you do a uh, for a playoff game, like one game is two games in the regular season. Um, yeah, so I thought it was a little bit harsh, but um, I don't know. I'm I'm just uh, he has one more game left. Uh, we're recording this on the Sunday uh, after game three. So he'll be out for game four. And um, yeah, otherwise, I don't know what happened. The team just, it's like they were frozen. They didn't, and like the crowd was into it. You could you could tell that. And I, I've just never seen uh, a Leaf team when, like normally that first 10 minutes, that's where the uh, where the team gets going with the fans and everything but these guys it's like it froze them or something like i don't know yeah it's it's almost like they weren't prepared for tampa to come out you know with that in with that intensity like they i think they kind of felt like there was going to be time for them to ramp up and they didn't get that time and then they kind of got behind early and and then that really put the their backs against the wall and then, of course, all the penalties and that extended yeah. uh, power play that Tampa got, um, that didn't help either because they, they never really could get into any game flow to get it, kind of get it back. Like there was a moment during the game, I think, where they started to. Um, yeah, I can't was, remember who scored. It was, three, it was Nylander and it was, yes, three to, yes. it was three to two. But then, yeah, but then they got the stupid, they got a penalty or like the. Tampa started with the shenanigans again and yeah uh, and we of course ended up being getting the extra extra penalty right. and then they came back and scored. Yeah, right. so then you know they they never they couldn't really so uh, build on that that yeah. momentum change. Yeah. yeah. So anyhow, so that was the 7 uh 7-3 seven, loss that they got and then they were ready for oh. <laughs> oh <my laughs> and then <laughs> and then tell us still. <laughs> okay, so game two obviously was much better from start to finish, and it definitely helped that Mitch Marner scored uh, with uh, less than a minute into the game. So they, and actually, right from that moment, the way Mitch was in that at that beginning was uh, a huge. Uh, basically, told me exactly what was going to happen because I've never seen like I've never seen him look mad and as intense after scoring as that like normally after he scores he's joyful but that goal he was like is like yes like he was (laughs) like that was like angry mitch which i've never seen and i think that the rest of the team took that cue and everybody basically got to business and did not let up and also Samsonov was really dialed in. The first game, he was really swimming in the net. He was doing, you know, he was yeah. just kind of all over the place. In this game, he was tight, compact, economical, 
You know, there was like no, like his rebound control was good. He was just, it was night and day how different he was. So, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And he, and I mean, there obviously there was the, uh, the hat trick by Captain John Tavares. Yes. So right? he also so, led by example. He led by um, example. And you could tell that Austin Matthews, he was trying, he wanted to get yeah. in on the, on the show yeah. as well, because it was a, a 7-2 win for the Leafs in game two. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, but he, I, I forget, I think he had, he had assi- oh no, he had the assist in the first game. I'm not mm-hmm. sure what his points were in the second game, but, but yeah, no, it was just, just, the overall team effort, like they showed up that night, definitely. For like, sure. And I also think that Keith made some good adjustments too, because yeah. uh, I think it's no surprise that JT had that great game, but also Riley did. He had, he had the four assists as well, which, right. which is uh, really amazing. So um, I think he got, he got the matchups that really, really worked yeah. um, in that game for us at home. Yeah, and speaking of the matchups too, it was good. Like we were talking about before we went to the game, we wanted him. He was paying Sheldon Keith was paying too much attention to those matchups in game yeah. one, right? It's like we wanted. We were thinking, like we wanted him to let let Austin Matthews loose, like let Mitch Marner mm-hmm. loose, like don't don't go by what John Cooper is putting on the ice and then try and match. Like just let right. let the flow of the game go. And and then the adjust the other adjustment he made too was putting um, O'Reilly, mm-hmm. <laughs> Ryan O'Reilly on the as a third line center, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, and that was a key too to have those instead of having him with JT and Nylander, uh, having the three centers down down the line basically mm-hmm. having Matthews, JT, and uh, O'Reilly. So yeah, that was a it was a fantastic win. Yeah, and he also the first game he did not start his big guns, but he right. did like he start he started Matthews and Marner in the second game, and yeah. he stuck with that in the third game too. And I think that's that's also that yeah, was a key uh, adjustment change that he made. Yeah, yeah. Because so got to give him some credit there. Yeah, and that because that makes a difference to those players too. They want to be out there, like the top mm-hmm. players. They want to be there to start the game and just just to take it all in, take in all the atmosphere. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So moving on to game three now. Um, yeah, that was exciting stuff. Uh, and the OT heroics by Morgan Riley. Wow. I was like, I, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I changed the channel. <laughs> and I was waiting for people. S- <laughs> you people don't realize that Chris gets so stressed out that she sometimes can't watch and last night was one of those times so no it's only game three i started thinking to myself boy how did i do it when i was like how do how did i do it when i was like in my mid-20s i could watch it all the time well we were there half the time at the gardens Mm -hmm. but uh with all those overtimes that they had back in the in those 93 series 94 but uh yeah I I couldn't watch it, and then I'm like uh, I kept looking at my phone. I was watching Rangers Devils, and I was like, okay, my phone. Somebody's gonna send me a text. Somebody's gonna send me a text. <laughs> sure enough, I got three texts: one from Syl, one from my sister, and one from my nephew. And then my mom called. <laughs> so I was like, I just think that's hilarious that even your mom called after. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, yeah. No, that whole game was. I mean, they they we were not good. And I like what Sheldon no. what Sheldon Keith said after the game. He said, "Like it's it was 
it was such a big game for them, really, because those types of games in the past, they've lost. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, like every single Leaf fan out there said that. that. Yeah. Yeah. But those are the games you have to get some of those games if you're going to go far in the playoffs. Like no team ever gets to the dance without winning something that they like a game that they had no business winning. And so we, we got lucky on those bounces and I thought it was interesting. And I mean, I know this is only game three and this is Tampa and we know that they're going to come back again, you know, with their best effort, but the look on their faces after last night's game is the look that we're really familiar with. It's that look of disbelief. Like what the, bleep just happened because they played a great game and they should have won. Yeah. You know, and that's a positive on our side to say that we can, Mm -hmm. we can be so much better. Right. Oh yeah. Going into game four, that can, that's, that's the attitude and the fact, and I really think that like that OT win and the fact that we normally lose those games, I mm-hmm. think mentally that's really going to help them moving forward oh, for, sure. for, for the Leafs. Like they're there. It's going to, it's going to be a definite benefit. So, but they can't get complacent. And yeah. this is where it's key that we have certain new guys that we're, are going to keep their minds, you know, level. Yeah. Um. You know, we haven't done anything yet, Uh. Sure. but it's, it's definitely, I mean, obviously <laughs> I love to be on this side of it. It's yes. fun. For us. Yeah. You know, yeah. like that was just, I don't know, just beyond crazy. And I'm just thinking of like even the games, even as, as early as recent as last year, that basically we should have won. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. 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 No, like we, game six. Yeah. Yeah. And even the, the game six when Freddie was in goal to uh, the year, um, which versus Boston. Versus the mm-hmm. Bruins, I think that was in 2019. Um, like that was the game six where he stood on his head, but we still mm-hmm. lost. Yeah. Right? So that's the thing. All these experiences that the fans have had and we've had with them mm-hmm. um, as fans, like it, it just it was just great to see it go the other way. And no better person to score than our friend. Let's go blue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, I think- you know, considering what he went through in that game. It was fitting and really nice that he is the one to score that winner. And I was just, I know I tweeted you. I did not know you weren't watching, but I (laughs) I tweeted you moments before that. Like literally before that happened, we got two key uh, offensive plays by defensemen. Another one of them was was Hall, uh, basically bouncing one off of the goalpost and and I, and I, I basically said to my family, I said, I said, wow, like this is, this is really good. This is what we need, like from our, our defense. And then right after that, he, he scored and I was like, wow, that just, yeah. it, it blew my mind. So that's, so that's more of a hockey analysis, but on my analysis on the game mm-hmm. tying goal with Ryan O'Reilly. Yes. I was looking as he's right after he's. Right after I was looking at my Tim Hortons picks, mm-hmm. <laughs> where I picked Ryan O'Reilly, he scored mm-hmm. that game time goal. I was looking <laughs> at my phone and looking at Ryan O'Reilly. <laughs> and I was like, and then he scored the game time goal. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> well, is that not what we got him for, though? Oh, Those yeah. types of moments? A hundred percent. 
and how strong he is in front of the net. I, I was just like incredible. He was not going to get pushed off of that mark at all, but also key, key play by Willie there as well oh, yeah. to just put it on the net close. Yeah. Um, Willie did not have a good game. In fact, that whole line didn't have a great game last night. They were pretty much invisible. And at times he was looking like Mr. Willie, not doing his, his old yeah. self, you know, like just not getting really as engaged in the play, uh, you know, just flybys, that kind of thing. I noticed yeah. that type of thing a little too much. But as it came down to it, crunch time where he's really great, he started to show up again. And that was a, a moment there that uh, he made a, a great, great play just to get it in on that there. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's huge. Uh, that Ryan O'Reilly factor as we call it mm -hmm. as he's as he's called we'll get into yes, it was definitely after. a factor last night yeah yeah looking ahead to games four five and six uh we obviously need to be even better and we know that tampa is basically if there's any team that can amp it up and and you know take it up another notch it's them um but you know, let's just talk about what we, what's potentially going to happen in those games. So like, for example, what happens when bunting's available re to return? Who do you think is going to be out? Yeah, I think, cause I think he's going to be put in. Like I, I, mm -hmm. like I can't see them not adding cause it's just, he, he brings something that little something something i guess that that nastiness to the game he's still i mean i'm sure he's being spoken to by dubis or shanahan uh since this the suspension i mean he's gonna be he's off for the three games and um as to who comes out geez it's gonna be hard but um i think they're probably gonna take nice out i think i don't know what yes i have this feeling no way no? there there is it's, no way, okay, no not him. way that is happening. And it's Lafferty then, I guess. Maybe. Because him or Aston Reese. Yeah, no, I don't think Sar. Because Sar has no? been with, no, because he's been with us the whole year, right? So I think he got a, mm -hmm. I, I, that's, I mean, it's a little thing, but I think that is something to take into account. And he seems to be, ever since the trade deadline, I mean, although I like that fourth line, but I think. I think Bunting is going to stay on the is going to be on the fourth line, mm -hmm. right? It's either going well. To be the that's the best way. Like if you know, I still think that okay, he he's a good player, and you need to play your good players, but you have to earn that trust back. Like he's got to work work that work some uh, you know the respect and the trust of the coach again. Yeah. Um, yeah. So well, he's yeah, got to show. And the other thing is is you know the more time he's on the ice. Yeah, the more potential there is for disaster, and because you you know how slimy Tampa oh. is, they are yeah. going to key on him. They oh, are going sure. to try to get him to do something stupid that crosses the line. And that's the funny thing, though, because that's what they did basically in game one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's funny though. I was thinking at the time too, because Nye's Matthew Nye's hadn't played a playoff game at all and he's mm -hmm. kind of like thrown into this whirlwind uh situation now um which he's doing very well but i thought you know tampa may be like thinking like or it's like careful what you wish for sort of thing like when you like maybe they they obviously think not having michael bunting there is the better situation for them mm -hmm. and then having this young college kid that hasn't even played 
He's played a handful of NHL games, not even, and yeah. in the playoffs, right? So, and yeah, credit to Matthew Nyes, obviously, that he's, uh, that he's, but he's, again, Sheldon Keefe has put him in the right spot there with um, O'Reilly and Achari, I guess, starting in, in game mm-hmm. two when he was playing there. But, um, but yeah, no, it's just, there's, there's just, he has to come back in. I can't see them not putting him back in. I mean, if he plays stupid and like makes another stupid play in, in that whatever in the, I guess he'd be back for game number five at home. Mm-hmm. Um, but if he, on, on the Thursday night, if he, if he does something stupid, then I can see him not getting in again, like for the series anyways. Yeah. Um, that they would bring back whoever they sit out. But do you think it's going to be Lafferty? Well, I think that he's the more likely candidate because you don't get a lot of offense from him. So even though he's fast and he gets, you know, I mean, he's obviously a guy that you you would love for him to get a goal, uh, but we haven't gotten a lot of points from him. So so just for that reason alone, potentially. Yeah. And what about on the D? What do you think of? uh, Well, okay. Lilligren. I honestly, as sad as I am to say it, in this series, I don't see him getting back in because we talk about, you know, O'Reilly being a factor because that's yeah. his nickname, but Shen has been a huge factor. And I don't think people realized how well he can play. Like he really manned the back end so well yesterday. He is allowing uh, Riley to play his game. He made some great breakout passes um, he, I think I, I was, I saw a tweet by Rachel Dory, uh, today, and she was talking about how, um, people don't realize that how much better he got playing in Vancouver, for example, with, uh, Quinn Hughes. Right. And, uh, I think that's, that actually could be a really good take, um, that he has still managed to improve and added something to his game, but he is such a calming presence out there. And that his physicality, just the fact that he's on the ice. Yeah. Um, you know, I love Lilligren and he's, he, there is, he brings a lot to the table as well with the way he, he just makes a lot of smart plays. Um, you know, he, he gets out of situations where he doesn't even have to be as physical because he, he just, he's got really good, a really good IQ that way. So, you know, being able to, uh, you know, see what's coming kind of thing. So, but, with yeah, this maybe. with this Tampa squad, I yeah. I don't see I don't see Shen coming out at all, and I don't know that they would take out Justin Hall. The only way I see him getting in is if they decided to do something crazy and go to that eleven seven again. But I don't really see that happening. Um, no, no, because they would right want now. Justin Hall there for the penalty killing. So yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, it just it would just be too. I think it would be now that we're going towards the middle of the series, I think mm-hmm. it would be just too disruptive to the yeah. pairings. Like to, no, to you mix, don't want mix it up now. Yeah. You don't want to upset the apple cart right now. Yeah. And Luke, no, Shen. not unless something happens, but I mean, like in true, truly uh hall had his best game yesterday as well. Yeah. And Luke he played Shen. within himself. He didn't make any, I mean, he almost did, but <laughs> didn't make any huge, um, you know, untimely errors. So, yeah. 
and made some really good plays Cross our as well. That continues. But, uh, yes, knock, yeah, on wood. knock on wood. But um, yeah, no, Luke Shen too. Like I just love that in the in the game three where I think it was after that whole scrum with point getting like falling into the boards heavily mm-hmm. and 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 all that with Riley. Yeah, and- interesting that Stamkos didn't want to take him on, eh? Yeah, no, that was ridiculous as well. That yes. part of it, like, because he he basically got like at least two cross checks in on Riley while Riley was down because mm-hmm. he fell that might be where team. he broke his nose or hurt his yeah. nose. Yeah, because Stamkos is like slamming him in the back from on the ice, mm-hmm. with, like he was defenseless at that point. Riley was, and then he's, and then like. Sheldon Keefe was saying, like, Tampa knows how to play the game. They're Stanley Cup mm-hmm. champions and they've been through it. And, like, the ref is holding the one hand and of Stamkos, or the one arm, kind of, while Stamkos is punching Austin Matthews at the other hand. Well, and <laughs> right? leading into that, Austin is, like, picking up sticks and stuff, yes, like, completely not even in it at all. And Stamkos is talking to the ref, probably hearing like, what's going to happen. And he's like, okay, fine. I'm going to take out this guy yeah. who's their best player. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> it was ridiculous. It was just stupid. And then they didn't. And then, but yeah, it made sense. But going back to Luke Shen, I guess, after that mm. whole melee or whatever, he, mm. uh, he went to the stood in the middle between the benches because mm-hmm. the Tampa players were like yelling over at the leaf bench. Right. And and he was there standing there just smiling. And he was he was saying little things over to the Tampa players because mm-hmm. obviously he knows a few of them. Right. And there, it was almost like he was mediating and making sure that everything was under control. No. And I was saying, like, you know, I think he's that's exactly what I'm getting at that with his his calming influence is that basically a guy like that, he can say, OK, you know what? You want to mix it up. You're going to get me if you yeah. want to mix it up, mix it up with me. And if they, they obviously didn't want to. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. They didn't want to. All right. Well, we'll see what Sheldon Keefe does with the lineup moving forward. Um, But right now. Well, before we get there, though, I just want to ask you, like, how important do you think this next game is for us to get? Oh, it's very important because it's, I just don't want it to happen like last, because we won game three last year mm-hmm. too in yeah. Tampa. And then we just kind of in game four, like we just didn't show up there. We just thought, yeah. oh well, whatever. We got our split, la la la, right? Like everything is good. No. We we and we the fact that we didn't play a good game yesterday, especially mm-hmm. that second period was atrocious. So I no, couldn't it believe it. Like Samsonov was fantastic for the second and third. He was pretty good in the first as well. There was the one soft goal in the first period that they got, but um but other second and third, he was he was fantastic. He saved us so that we could actually stay close, and and Riley could tie. Oh yeah, if it, if it wasn't for him, like that, yeah. we we we've been begging to have a goaltender yeah. steal a game for us. Yeah, that was it last night. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, so I think it's it's huge to to. I mean, if we as long as we play a good game and at least. Like if we don't end up winning it, as long as it's close and, mm-hmm. but of course, yes, it's, it's very, it's not crucial, but close to it to, to, in my opinion, to win that game. And, uh, 
And I have a good feeling only because we played so horribly yesterday in that mm-hmm. game, we managed to win. Mm-hmm. And, and we have that experience from last year. And, and we, there are obviously the same core group is there. So those are the lessons learned, as they say, yes. uh, continue to say. And uh, so they've learned that lesson last year. So this year they, they need to show up for game four and, and, and just play, play like they did in game two. And yes. uh, yeah. And just take it to them. And if they do that positive, they'll, they'll get the the win. But if they don't and they play that way, well, then obviously Tampa was just better on, on the night. But uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm hoping for good things. So we'll see anyways, what, uh, what happens with what Sheldon Keefe does with the lineup um, mm-hmm. tomorrow uh, and moving forward. But now it's time to roll our Ladies Talking Leafs playoff highlight reel. Okay. So coming in at number three, we have Ilya Samsonov. Uh, We have to agree with the Leafs goaltender when he says Sammy never breaks. And ain't that the truth? So no doubt Sammy was off in game one, um, as were his teammates. Uh, but in game two, he was good when he had to be. And in game three, he was the reason the game was even close. And like I just said, he stole that game for us. So yeah. especially in the second and third periods, he stopped 39 shots. So in total in that in yeah, in game number three. So yeah, there's uh I mean, I had a good laugh. I was just I was telling Syl before we came on the show how uh Sheldon Keefe today was, uh, they were asking him how come Samsonov wasn't made available to the media uh, last night after game three. And he's like, have you spoken to Andre Vasilevsky lately <laughs> to the media? And it's like, yeah, like he he said, he's like, I want my goaltender to focus on playing goal. He doesn't have to. I mean, he's been made available in, I think he was available. Actually. A lot more than Vasilevsky. I, 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 I hardly even- recall any. Yeah. Vasilevsky interviews. Yeah. So why is it? It's like, that's just another, another area where it's like different rules for the Leafs. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, he's played really well. I just, uh, I just hope it continues and that he's, he's okay. I mean, he's, he's a little bit, you worry about the injury. That's all sort of thing. He, mm-hmm. Something is a little bit bothering him. They're managing it, I think. Um, and kudos to him for, for being like sticking with it and, and, and just uh, working, working through it. And hopefully there's going to be a couple of days off in between games four, uh, yeah, games four and five. Yeah, no, I was just going to mention that that little bit extra rest will be good for him. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's just been great. And I love that quote of his Sammy never breaks. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Moving on to number two is the current longest-serving Toronto Maple Leaf, Morgan Riley. So he had four assists in Game 2. He was unbelievable in Game 2, and uh, which tied the Leaf playoff record for most assists in a game by a defenseman. And, of course, he was the OT hero in Game Number 3. I, I couldn't... I still picture his dad when he was drafted. I've told this story, I think, a few times before on our show, where I just... When he was drafted and his dad just went, yes! He's like right when <laughs> when he heard that he was coming to the Leafs. There, his family's yeah. huge Leaf fans, even though he's from Vancouver out west. Um, but uh, yeah, it couldn't have happened to a better 
a better guy and uh, a leader on the team, um, definitely. And uh, yeah, I just uh, looking for more. I mean, uh, for the amount of crap he was like everybody's saying at the end of the season, like that's what I was him. just going to say. Yeah. You know, yeah, he's contract. basically people wanted uh, wanted to be, wanted him to be traded for a yeah. bag of pucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same as the way Mitch was. Basically, mm-hmm. at the beginning of the of the of the year in the regular season, uh, everybody's saying like, "Oh well," and then Mitch goes on like this nineteen game or whatever it was twenty two games, uh, like the the point streak that he had during the regular season, right? It's like, okay, yeah, where are you going to get a guy that does that for you and mm-hmm. with the bag of pucks or thing, right? So, um, yeah, but Morgan Riley is definitely worthy of our number two uh, on the highlight reel. That's right. And now for the number one spot, we are actually picking a line, a trio of players. We're going to call them the factor line because obviously Ryan O'Reilly is the captain of that line. Uh, he obviously led the way with 16 points in 16 games as a leaf and tying the game up in game number three, just a clutch performance, which is obviously why we got him. Uh, his line mates, Noel Achari, he chipped in with his first goal of the playoffs in game three, and he's providing that playoff grit that is so important. And uh, the rookie, Matthew Nyes, the kid is all right. Um, he's getting his first NHL, pl- got his first NHL playoff point, uh, an assist on the Achor- Achari goal. But I have to say with Nyes in particular, uh, he he doesn't know that this moment is too big for him. He looks so confident out there, so poised. He's made some little mistakes, but none of them have made it into the back of the net, really. So I'm just, I am completely floored by how composed he is and the the skill that he possesses, especially off the boards, in tight. He's able to make a play and end up, you know, pushing it down to the other end of the ice, even in the defensive zone. Like he is just very smart, smart player and can make some really key uh, plays like that, like his pass in uh, for Achari's goal. That was beautiful. Yeah. And he also, um, like, I mean, in game number one, he got two chintzy calls against him. He's learned, he's, I mean, I don't recall how old he is. He has to be, let's say 20 years old. He's 20. He's 20. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So and I mean, being put into a position he is, he's getting the opportunity, but he's never played in the NA, like he's played, what, three games in the NHL, but not the intensity, obviously, of a of a playoff game. Mm-hmm. And then he gets those two chintzy calls in game number one um, that, like, he barely touched the one guy that was, it was a hooking call, I think. It was either hooking or slashing. And so he's learning along the way, but he's... Yeah, he's like, a quick learner. Yeah. Which yeah. you can see. Yeah, but even he said too today in the uh, in in the um, media availability, he even said he's like I'm showing a lot more maturity than I thought I had. <laughs> he said, <and> I <laughs> so he's like, even surprising himself. That's like, actually that's funny. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was funny too. So, um, but yeah, no, that line as a whole, and mm-hmm. obviously Ryan O'Reilly is is the leader, and he's he's dragging us. We said this in our. I guess preview playoff preview mm-hmm. show last show, like he's going to drag us through um, like nobody, like you were saying earlier, nobody would stand in front of the net like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was funny though, because the ten- and to tie the game in game three, 
he wasn't really taking that much of a beating by those Tampa players. Like he wasn't <laughs> getting cross-checked or whatever. Like the Tampa players, it's almost like they don't know. They didn't know what to do because he's such a strong player in front of the net. And yeah. he, he's just a smart player. And yeah, he, he, he's a factor. He's a factor in, in. Did you see that one play where he basically, this is also towards the end of the third period where he basically got, got a line on one of the Tampa guys and was skating into their offensive zone. He was like followed by like three different Tampa guys. And he basically passed the puck to himself by hitting oh, it off yeah. the backboards yeah. and that got was... a, a, a shot off. Yeah. Almost scoring. Almost scoring. Yeah. That was, he is, you know how I feel about him. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he is special. I think he's magic. Yeah. You know, we have magic Mitch, but this guy's got a different kind of magic. He is a special player. And yeah, we are so lucky to have him right now. And no, Noel Achari, I mean, the fact that he came with O'Reilly from St. Louis, mm-hmm. obviously he from the Blues that like they played together and he's the quieter guy let's just say on but on, he's not quite on the yeah, ice he's not quite on the ice he's he's doing <laughs> things that's for sure yes uh, and yeah and he's he's been he's an integral part of that about of that line too mm-hmm. um just with his his physicality the toughness he 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 goes into the corners in front of the net whatever and he he managed to get that goal last night too the first goal and the first playoff point for nice so mm-hmm so that's uh yeah that that line it was just awesome the since they've uh since Keith put them together. Mhm. And also um with O'Reilly he was key on that um that winning oh, goal the, as yes. well yeah. because he won that he's been so good on the faceoffs and and I will say too like we were crap <laughs> on the dot oh. for that whole game including yeah. halfway through I looked at Matthew's stats and he was he was like I th- at one point he was like 33% yeah. In the face-off yeah. circle, and, and we were icing, which is, we were icing the puck all night, all the time. I know <laughs> it was terrible, but by the end of the night, he got over fifty percent. So he started to get more dialed in, and the whole team started to get better as the game went on. But yeah. O'Reilly is so steady there; like uh, he's definitely the guy right now. Like we had Spezza last year for that, so good on in the face-off circle, and that's another key area that O'Reilly is just so great. So, yeah. you know, in a key moment like that, you get a face-off win and look what it did. Yeah. 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 All right. So honorable mention, we have a couple other pl- people to mention. We have uh, John Tavares, who had the hat trick in game two, which, God, like, that just tells you how many good things happen yeah. because that that didn't make our highlight <laughs> reel, which is shocking. And that was huge. Um, that was huge for the for that game and just for, for and the psyche of the team. Yeah. Also, I think yeah. was being, really really big. Captain and everything. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. that was huge. And then also we want to mention Magic Mitch Marner, who is buzzing in this series, and he's got uh, eight points in the first three playoff games. He actually leads the NHL for playoff points right now, and this also ties uh, former Leaf captain Ted Kennedy. And is one point behind Daryl Sittler. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. What, I mean, you can't say enough about the, that. So basically the, the core five, let's just say is really, mm-hmm. uh, and now we're going to, I guess I'm hearing now we're adding in the core six with the O'Reilly. Yes, I, <laughs> I saw the new collage. Yeah. It's actually quite nice. Yeah. So they're, mm-hmm. they're getting it done. Uh, Matthews um, scored on that. Like when Mitch just ripped the shot. Um mm-hmm. From the point again, he's just like 
ripping it from the point, whatever. And, and then Matthew's having to tip it. And, uh, and then Nylander getting in on the, uh, on that OT goal that was mm -hmm. uh, on his pass. So they're, they're all contributing in, in big, in big ways. And, mm -hmm. um, and we need to see more of that moving forward, even more definitely. Cause Tampa's mm -hmm. obviously Tampa's not going to just, lie down like they're that's just no. not the way they are no no and their and coach sure would gonna, never let that happen yeah and either I'm, oh god yeah and i'm sure we're <laughs> going to hear from Corey perry again yes yeah. sadly yes but he wasn't much of a factor last night so yeah. i have to say yeah so anyway obviously this is the best time of year for hockey fans and you get hockey every night so we're gonna also take a look at what's going on in a few of the other series in our third period segment so chris yeah. take it away yeah so for the third period uh we're gonna start off with the canadian teams um I've been paying attention more so to the Oilers series, but let's just start off with the Jets series and, and the Vegas Golden Knights. Um, I've, you kind of felt bad for them. They, it was kind of like the similar situation as, uh, well, they were the home team, obviously. So they lost mm -hmm. in overtime in that, uh, in that game two. Um, it was, no, no, sorry. Game three in, mm -hmm. in Winnipeg. Yeah. And they had that whiteout and all that. Like that was, uh, uh, like it's always amazing to see what the other other fan bases have or that are doing, but yeah, I don't know. I think uh, it's I, I'm torn whether or not Vegas can get it done because I I just don't think their goaltending is uh, is up to like with Hellebuck and goal, yeah, and and when but then the Knights might they might have something just because of that overtime win. I'm just thinking that in Winnipeg, like it really shut them down. Like they came back for, they were mm -hmm. losing four to two in that game. Yeah. And um, yeah. And they, and they, and they came back and, and then, yeah. And they scored those two goals late. Yeah. Yeah. Which is pretty incredible, but you know, that's something else that like, I know like you can say that, Oh, okay. They lost in overtime, but they came back. I still think that that, that could carry over for them. And like you said, with Hellebuck and goal, you know, it's almost like having Vasilevsky in goal. Like you, you always have a shot, right? So, um, yeah, the, well, they have, and they have to win the next game at home. Like they got yes. the split, like at home, definitely. Yes. They can't go down three games to one. There's no way. Well, um, Winnipeg was one of the teams that I picked that potentially could play spoiler and, and pull off the upset. I actually think like they have enough talent, although now I think that Josh Morrissey, he got hurt uh, oh, yeah. in that game. So that yeah, yeah. is a huge, huge. Um, He's out for the series. They said that. Yeah. I think it was knee on knee. I saw that. Yeah, it was a weird, weird kind of collision. Yeah. But yeah, so that's like a huge, huge loss for them. So um, yeah, that's the one thing that could could work against them, maybe. And then the Oilers and the Kings, I... Uh... I just laugh at that one with uh, with the other night, I guess, the overtime goal with the Kings mm -hmm. winning in overtime. But uh, they were, of course, comparing it to our situation in 93 with the high stick. He did that. I, I think it was Ayafalo. Like, yeah, was, I, I think it did. I think it did I think touch. It did. Yeah. Yeah. But did they review that? Do you know? If they I think they did uh, review they, it and it was looked at multiple times, but. Or maybe it's just because it was looked at multiple times yeah. on on the internet. Yeah. So I don't know for sure. But yeah. uh, but it, it, to me, the multiple angles that I saw, it looked like it hit. So yeah, um, I I 
I just but you know what? If you can't, you're not winning or losing a game on on that play. And unlike our situation in '93, there was blood. So yeah, you know, it's it's a, a face versus a puck. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, no, they. It's funny though, because like everyone was saying, like you know, with Connor McDavid, Leon Drysaddle, like. They should have the Oilers should have this series like well in hand. Not to say well, it was going to be a sweep, but they were. Is it like, isn't an, is it not the same as as us in past years? You know, look at the people that we have that have been basically, you know, um, neutralized. Yeah. So this is a, a pattern. This is a storyline that happens. It's been happening season after season in Edmonton with Connor McDavid. Yeah. You know. The, if he, if if he was Matthews or Marner, the the questions would be, you know, he needs to adapt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you think he's going to get keyed in on? Yeah, I don't think so. But do you think Chad Campbell will get in at all? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think they trust him. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, to put him in now, like he hasn't played enough basically towards the end no. of the regular season. Yeah, but but yeah. I mean, that could be a change that could help them but i don't know i mean they weren't blown out in that last game so yeah and hyman uh hasn't really i don't know i haven't really noticed him that much in in the Mm -hmm. series like to have his name out there yeah he looks so much bigger i don't know it's kind of strange like as opposed to when he was in the leafs uniform (laughs) well maybe he is bigger maybe he's put on a little more bulk or something bulk or something i don't know he looks he looks a lot bigger but he's uh and he like he's in the crease, like I can see he's doing mm-hmm. his usual hymenator or Zach Hyman stuff, but um but he hasn't uh I don't know, to me hasn't factored in on on too much of the offense for the for the Oilers. So we'll see uh tonight, I guess. I hate the these times of the West Coast games. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. It's uh it's a little bit too much for me, but um mm-hmm. but that's why we're only catching tonight, it's at nine Eastern time so at least i'll be that's not too bad probably into the second period yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. all right so then let's uh, flip back to the east and uh, talk a little bit about rangers and devils Uh, that's another tough series that's a real battle yeah um but then it's kind of funny the rangers took the two in jersey right mm -hmm. and and the two games and and then last night they the devils got one back at msg so Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it's definitely, well, I mean, it's, it's hard to say that there's like any home ice advantage there because of <laughs> where they both play. So, yes. you know, yeah, you're going to have the same, and most of the shirts of- that you saw in, in New Jersey were the, were blue. Yeah. <laughs> I saw in the crowd, right. The Rangers mm-hmm. jerseys, but, uh, yeah, they played some kid, uh, last night, uh, the devils in goal. Mm-hmm. They didn't, uh, they didn't play the, I don't know the, the name of the the goaltender there, but, uh, but yeah, they played some kid and he managed to, to, to get the win. So, Mm -hmm. so that, that was good. And um, yeah, I mean, I, it's always, I guess on Twitter, I saw now people are going on about Panarin. I guess he's not playing the best Artemi Panarin Mm -hmm. on the, on the Rangers. He's not getting the, maybe the points that uh, people are expecting. Patty Kane is playing well. Mm-hmm. He's he seems to be okay, but um, well, chalk chalk one up for experience there. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. And what about the other series? So then we also uh, 
are going to look a little bit at Boston and Florida. Um, <laughs> I kind of want them to beat each other up a little bit more, even than they already are. Um, but uh, Florida's not letting them walk over them. That's for sure. Yeah. So I still think in the end, Boston's going to win, but um, yeah, yeah, no, I know. I like you're saying like with uh, Matthew Kachuk, like he, mm-hmm. he hasn't, I don't know. To me, he hasn't like the nastiness from him, like the usual thing. Like, yeah, it's, it's, I think he can dig down and like he needs to get in touch with his 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 own inner rat there. Yes. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, yeah. but I mean, that's the thing. Like, I who knows? Like, we don't know if Bergeron's going to get back in at all. Um, and like- the thing with Boston is, is there, you know, as great as Allmark's been, it's yeah. it's unproven too. You know, so. Well, even he wasn't that great on the in the second game. I think it was in Boston. Mm-hmm. Like there was even the chance that they thought that they were going to put uh, that Jeremy Swayman in in mm-hmm. goal for for game three. They didn't, but uh, but yeah, he wasn't that great in the in that second game. And then um, I don't know. It's a it's an interesting series. Again, Florida has to like Boston's up two to one now, so Florida's going to have to get the split at home again. To, mm-hmm. um, to to win and um and go back to Boston hopefully tie it up tie the series up so we'll yeah see we what happens. I, we definitely want that one to go seven yes <laughs> yeah we don't <laughs> want to give any either team any extra rest that uh, no no all right so well in our next show we're gonna probably look at uh, the some of the other games uh, Wild versus Stars Canes versus Islanders and Kraken versus Avalanche it's possible that by our next show. Well, I think probably some of those, most of those will be over, yeah. um, but we'll, we'll recap some of them. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah. So for now though, we're excited to see how the rest of the Leafs lightning uh, series plays out. And all I'll say is that I have a good feeling right now. We'll see what happens game four. I agree. And also don't forget to hit the subscribe button wherever you listen or watch us, Apple, Spotify, YouTube, because we are just a reminder, we are going weekly during the playoffs. So you can find us here again next Wednesday. Yeah. So be sure to follow us also on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Our handle is at LTL1917. We love hearing from Leafs Nation. So please comment on any of our posts uh, with your thoughts on the game and our show. And a reminder to leave us a rating or review uh, on our show and uh, let us know what you think. Um, It's easy on Apple or Spotify, and it's important to our show to get more exposure as a source for Leaf content. And we thank you for taking the time. And another way to help us out is by visiting our Ko-fi page at ko-fi.com. You can follow us there. And if you choose to, you can buy us a coffee, which supports our show. Uh, any donations towards us uh, helps, helps produce our show and make it even better for you. So you can find the link to our Ko-fi page on any of our show notes or our social media profile pages. Yeah, And as always, we want to take the time to thank our healthcare workers and first responders for everything that they do. So thanks as always for listening and for watching on YouTube now. Uh, but until next time, go Leafs go! Go Leafs go!